The Vision app is the best place to find a growing range of homegrown, on-demand audio to help you look to God daily. You can listen to Faith and Fostering with Christians chatting about foster care in an Australian context. Plus, be encouraged by Pastor Terry Nightingale's four-minute devotions with new episodes added each week in the free Vision Christian Media app. If you don't already have the app on your smartphone or tablet, download it now from vision.org.au slash app. Vision.org.au slash app. Vision. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. This is Andrew McLennan and we're going to check in again with Pastor Rob Porter who has just returned from another trip to the Ukraine. We'll get an update on what is happening in this terrible conflict with his first-person account of what is taking place and what impact this is having on the people, society, and economy of the Ukraine. Pastor Rob, welcome. Thank you, Andrew. Great to be here. Rob, I'm holding in my hands a helmet that you have brought back from the Ukraine. It's a Russian soldier's helmet that was picked up on the battlefield. That's right. And it's been painted by a Ukrainian with some beautiful flowers and colours Rob, why have they painted this possibly dead Russian soldier's helmet in such a way? Yeah, well, um, what happened was a pastor on our first day in the recent trip to Ukraine, which is in June, um, he travelled 1,100 miles, uh, kilometres from Pavlograd in the east in the war zone. We'd supplied a van to him that was um, sent, they used to supply the uh, food and um, Bibles and things to people on the front. Um, and he wanted to show his appreciation. So he traveled 1,100 kilometers, met with us for half an hour, gave us this helmet and told the story of basically for them, it's a symbol of, it's painted as you can see, very bright colors. Possibly the guy died, uh, the soldier died, um, but he was saying it speaks to us of the hope and the be- that beauty can come out of this war. Um, and he wanted to... Um, just to thank us and to thank the people, even from Vision FM, that have um, contributed to the appeal. Incredible. So it's a it's a helmet symbolising redemption. And so I will go back. So, Rob, you were watching a TV news report about the Ukraine yeah. early last year. And like all of us, <clears throat> being a good Christian, you said, oh, God, help those poor people and that. <laughs> and then you felt a conviction in your heart. That's true. Why don't you go, Rob? Yeah. Tell us about that first trip, what you saw mm. and what happened. Yeah, well, um, as you say, it was actually I was in the gym and it was the BBC News app that went off in my pocket and I just cried when I read the report and I wasn't even thinking about Ukraine. I just It just brought tears to my eyes and I felt like the Lord say, you can be sad, mad, um, you can send money or you can go and I want you to go. So within six days, I was on a plane going to – there's a bigger story to it, but um, I had to break it to my wife and get her permission. Um, but we uh, took off. Um, yeah, six days later, flew to the Ukraine, had connect, divine connections and appointment. We ended up going to a church on the um, west uh, western border of Ukraine with Slovakia and um, helping them. And um, yeah, and within two weeks had raised $55,000 that we were able to supply to um, vans to um, service the uh, displaced people and to send over east to do suppliers and things like that. So hang on, when you say you managed to raise $55,000, how does that happen? You just started posting on social media? I kind of did, yes. We are just on Instagram and different um, platforms and then people started to hear about it. And I honestly, it was just a God thing. I can't really say anything else. Um, I, I'm no, I am no um, media expert by any means. I just put it out there and then friends of friends of friends and people in churches. And I put it through um, the full gospel churches of Australia as well. And pastors were sending money from their churches. And so that's how we raised the money initially. 
And how much has been raised in total now? That's a really good question. I think it's around about 180000 Incredible. Which is, it is really amazing. We've got an ongoing um, support there, um, and we're supplying food every month for the uh, refugees that are being housed in the church in Utskarod. And those vans you purchase, obviously, are used to ferry refugees out of the war zone into a safe yes, place. Yes, yes. Generally, um, th- those are, and then also the one that's at the church is used just to meet their everyday needs, medical thing, pick up refugees from the station, ferry them around, basically try and find work for them and you know, humanitarian. They're just the basic needs of, of, of everyday people. And I think from what you've said, one of the churches you're supporting have built dongers on their church property and they're housing and feeding these refugees every single day. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. So they, they feed around 600 people a day, uh, not all at the church, but they send out the food as well to gyms and to schools that have been requisitioned for dormitories and things. Um, and then they have people coming onto the property, um, and but they also have people living in the property, in the church. For me, Andrew, this has been a hugely confronting. Um, n- not You can't. You can't say, what are we doing as a church? Because um, that's not correct. We are, you know, I believe in church, but it does make you realize that the gospel in action, this is a church doing the gospel in action where they literally every day, all they are doing, they're not worrying about improving their worship team. They're not, you know, they're not trying to do media and, you know, all that. And there's nothing wrong with that. They are just literally meeting the need, loving on people. And we've heard some amazing stories of people that have joined them. They've rescued them from destitution. You know, these are people that are violinists in the symphony orchestra. They're real estate people that have 500 people. And they're shop assistants. They're, you know, all the, all the different range of life. Um, but they're doing a fabulous job. So the church in the midst of this darkness has literally just stood up and done what we're supposed to do, which is shine light, bring hope bring faith, bring love Absolutely. to just broken humanity. Yeah, they've done an amazing job. Can you think of any testimonies that you've heard about people whose lives have been impacted during the crisis who maybe weren't Christians before but have yeah. now found faith in Jesus? Yeah. Um, so the, the one thing is that uh, most of the outreach, um, and it's an outreach, but they're not calling it an outreach. It's humanitarian aid. But they are outreaching. Most of the people don't uh, have a relationship with God at all. Um, and so, but they're not, some of the churches have, and I don't want to give them a bad advert, but some of the churches have gone, if you're not a believer, we're not going to help you, um, which, you know, I kind of find very odd. Um, but Conditional then, love, that's yeah, called, yeah. yeah. This church has gone, we don't care who you are, we'll open our doors, we'll help you wherever we can. So this young lady turned up seven months pregnant. Her husband was, uh, is on the, on the uh, front it can lose his life any moment. Uh, she was destitute, been bombed out. Um, she had another child, yeah, another child, and she was seven months pregnant and she was going to get an abortion. And the um, pastors talked to her and just said, don't do that, we'll help you, we'll help you, we'll help you bring the child into this world and we'll love you and we'll care for you. And um, we met her and the baby, um, the first baby born in the church since the war, um, and she's a changed woman. Um, and she's loved and careful. There was a woman... Who, um, hang on, let's just stop there. Sorry. What, what an amazing story. <clears throat> yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, even if that's the only life that was changed and helped through all of you, all that you've done and that church has done, it's been worth it, hasn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The, the stories are phenomenal. We met a guy from um, Odessa, which is the, really heavily bombed, on oh, Mariupol, sorry, they really heavily bombed down on the Black Sea. Um, he uh, was in his um, apartment. Um, his niece and nephew were there. They, um, he's the sirens went off. He said, I'm going to go down to the, uh, 
uh, air raid shelter. They said, we're going to stay. He came back up. They've both been killed. Um, so he came over. He had destitute, lost everything. Came so he's over, lost his whole family in a missile family. strike. And he'd lost his son, actually, 30 years before in the Chernobyl um, what his son was one of the people on the roof of Chernobyl with no protection, shoveling the radioactive stuff off the off the roof. So he'd lost his own son in horrible circumstances. Didn't know the Lord, and um, came to the church. He said, and he just said, "I." He, he just became a believer at eighty years old, singing the hymns at the front of the church, and I think he's moved on to Germany now. Um, but there's so many stories like that where so he's just totally love in action. Again. Yeah, he's totally born again, absolutely, because the church loved him and embraced him. Yeah, and so it's, it reminds me of the Bible verse where sin abounds, grace abounds. Yeah, much more. So true. Yeah, so true. And and what's the feeling amongst the the church leaders and the churches, Rob? Um, so. Pastors can be called up at any time. Into um, the military service. Yeah. Yeah. They're, no, they're not protected. The only people get protection if you've got three kids under the age of 18, um, and then you get some protection. But they think that will even be um, rescinded. And another thing is that people are being picked up on the streets, thrown into vans and put into the military. Um, so it's a very precarious life. And people just live day, day to day. We met the most beautiful people, and you, it's so hard to – they dress like you and me. They have the same aspirations. They're watching Netflix. They're, you know what I mean? They're doing all everyday things, going to church and living their lives. But they literally live from day to day because they don't know that there won't be a knock on the door tomorrow and their husband's sent to the front line. It's something we can't relate to in Australia. We can't relate to it. And to be honest with you, it's no longer newsworthy. But these are our brothers and sisters, the body of Christ, that are in pain, but are also in victory and doing amazing things. So for me and my wife, Heather, it's we just feel so honoured that we're able to help in any small way. It's humbling, Rob, and I'm feeling quite touched just listening to this story. And so what is your sense for the future of the Ukrainian mm. church? Like, what does it look like to you? Mm. There is a sense of there's been a lot of pastors who have deserted the flock, which is just so sad. Um, they've gone to America or they literally just can't put up with the stress. You know, no judgment on them, but it obviously leaves the people without a shepherd. But the, the churches themselves and the past themselves do believe that the West is playing a long game, which which looks like um, the Russian people deposing Putin because of the length of this conflict. Um, and that's how they feel. They they But the pastors that we all met have got a grit and determination to serve and love and to keep going as long as it takes. The whole of Ukraine is so open to the gospel at the moment. 600, just in this one church, 600 people hearing the good news of the gospel day and day. They've recently had 13 conversions and baptisms. And so people are really turning to God and in their hour of need. So good to hear, Rob. Yeah. So encouraging. And I'm hoping there's someone listening right now that might feel a call to go and maybe Absolutely. shepherd a flock there, pastor a church there. But even if they can't go, Rob, how can people give to support? Because I'm guessing that... 180,000 you've raised has already been spent and there's more need. So how yeah. can people give towards this? So thanks for asking because basically we're, we're asking individuals or churches if they could afford one 
$150 a month, um, and that's it's doable. It is doable. Um, and so they send it to us. Kingdom Culture Church has a website. It's um, kingdomculturechurch.com.au. Kingdomculturechurch.com.au. Easy yep. to find, yep. Yep. And then um, on the, pinned on the front page of that is the Ukraine appeal, and you just follow the steps through. That will go into our missions account. Every single cent of, of the money that's donated goes to the refugee. There's no admin costs. The cost of flights and hotels while we go over every six months um, to administrate, um, that's all paid out of personal pocket or the church pays for. Um, and But we do... We have systems in place to check that the money is spent properly, and they're very honourable. Um, we see what what the money buys, these little cabins and the food, um, and we go over every six months, like I say, just to check in on the pastors because not only is it difficult for, you know, it's a difficult situation, the pastors are also under terrible stress. So in the last one, last time we went, they said, I said to them, is it worth us coming? And they said, you know what? Um People say they will come and visit, but you're the only ones that have visited, yeah. and um, you don't realise how you visiting us really blesses our hearts and yeah. encourages. Amazing. Rob, thank you so much for joining us today. Yep. So encouraging. And just to remind everyone, kingdomculturechurch.com.au. Yeah. Go to that website and you can support, or maybe God's touching your heart today to go and visit the Ukraine. Yeah. Maybe you could even go on a trip with Pastor Rob. Rob, thank you so much thank for you, your time Andrew. and just praying God continues to use you, you. in so such much. a wonderful way in such a dark place. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 